Okay, I have a number of items on the agenda. I hope we're going to get to your single page here. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, tonight and tomorrow night, we'll be finishing up we'll be beginning uh, and other foreign menhagim, and uh, that'll take us at least a month or so, and after that we will start Kibbut uh, Aim. I really had a half minute to start Kibbut Aim before Yom Naram, but you all know you have to do tshuva for that, so I don't have to... Uh, Emphasize it now, and it's, uh, it's a lot of work. We covered some of it in the Hilchas and we're going to cover actually two aspects of Kivit Abeim. One, I get to Hilchas but once we're on the topic, I just want to mention what I uh, spoke about before Meyer briefly. It was a shadow from a few hours ago, and uh, it's, uh, it's a good example. The person who called is a Kosh of a and he called with the Shaila. And I told him, the answer is very clear, but it's good you asked, so you have no compunctions about it. Uh, his um, mother needed some medical treatment in Florida, where she lives. And he was asked by a sibling to take over, to go down there and uh, take care. And he said he was um, happy to go normally, but he's a little nervous about Zika, so what's the din? Zika is a big sugi in Yavamis, but that's not this sugi. Confused it to the Bible. Wondering, Zika is a shayla of his mother, so, you know, not, not, not a libum, but what's going on over here? So, uh, so um, <laughs> Zika is, um, is a um, virus carried by mosquitoes, as you know. And he wanted to know is he mochuyiv to go? Should he go? Is it reckless? So I told him that we have categories of miramotsi, mishayna motsi, mishayna motsi klal. He's married. He's married. So, 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 so I didn't ask him that. He is married. He is. Married. I know. I know. Personal call. I know for a long time. He's married. He's very married. Many kids. Baruch Hashem. I asked him that, but that's not the. Uh, it's it's easier than that. Okay. Even with that. Uh, again, I'm sure we'll have, uh, I hope we don't have to come back to it. They're, they're being very aggressive. You know, Florida has a lot of people, and they depend on a lot of people coming in to, I guess, learn the Kailu of Miami, I guess, whatever they're doing there. And um, I suppose, why else would you want to go to Miami? Um, so they, they have a lot of traffic through there, and they're aggressively treating it. People are tightening it's too aggressive, and they're, they're doing more damage with the uh, pesticide. Okay, I'm not going to get into that. Uh, Sai mitzad, the stuff that's blowing from the planes, and mitzad, the stuff being carried by the mosquitoes. It is by far, at this point, a mir she'en motzi klal. A motzi is a shayla by bugs and vegetables, uh, 5%, 10%. It's, uh, if they found 20 mosquitoes carrying Zika out of the 85 billion mosquitoes in Florida, uh, that's a mir she'en motzi. The general rule by Nishmartim is you can go by what most people assume. Amesha has the cool little Lagabi smoking. You can't officially ask it, even though he doesn't advise it. We gave share on that because there's still some normal people who smoke. Okay, whether that's true today or only 30 years ago. But you wouldn't meet a friend who's going to Miami on business and uh, turn to him and say, are you normal? But no one has that reaction. No one's, no one's really nervous about going there. I'm sure there are some people who are somewhat nervous, but... Plenty of people going there, plenty of people living there, and especially if you're going Makkah Mitzvah, and I asked him, are you going to be walking on the boardwalk or going to the beach? He said, no, no, I'm going from the airport terminal to a taxi, to an air-conditioned apartment, 
to an air conditioned hospital. He's not walking around. You could get bit by a mosquito, but it's a mishen and matzui, and it's a certain amount of mysterious nefesh that's assumed in any mitzvah. Uh, in the olden days, before they started shipping lulavim by plane and then putting them on the table here to sell, people actually used to climb up on trees to get lulavim. Now, if you're uh, climbing a huge tree on their way up and you don't have scaffolding equipment, then you shouldn't be doing it. We are very careful about neshmartem. But if you're doing something which most people would do without too much concern, uh, then uh, you can go do the mitzvah, and that's not a mitzvah above Avera, and, and the Shama Mitzvah, the Edda of Arad. This is the example, Shleich Mitzvah. I say, you don't have to take it in stock money. You are a Shleich Mitzvah. And Gemara says, bari hezeka, or hezeka, then you can't do it. You can't rely on that. This is not Shleich Hezeka, so then not Bari Hezeka. I said, if after you go, I hope it's not the case, for some reason you're having these symptoms, and you're married, then call me back, then we'll discuss what to do. I hope that's not the case. It could happen, but it's highly unlikely. Uh, so it's funny, because the people who are traveling a business to these places never ask the shayla. I'm not blaming the guy. The guy who asked, they ask a shayla. You really want to know, should he be concerned? But whatever people do for business, and wouldn't think twice, certainly would be doing for kibbutz of aim, should be doing for kibbutz of aim. And the minigolem as it stands now is that people don't think it's a huge threat, otherwise the people there would be leaving. Not necessarily, and for a pregnant lady, it also depends how nervous she is. That plays into her emotions, and other things play into the shayla. Um, but this is already a, a very tiny shash with a grandma, and a, a few things have to happen in the wrong direction for there to be a problem over here. You're right, they don't know what it's doing to the system. They don't have enough data, and Loyalainu, it could be worse than they think, of course it could be better than we think. A lot of this is, you could tell when it's a slow news week, the, you have more reporting about mosquitoes, and when other things happen, you have less mosquitoes on the cover. So, it depends on what's going on, and um, you know it's in five years and I can find out it's Rachman uh, Latzlan, the worst thing to ever happen. That we have to take more precautions. Okay, but yeah, you can spray off on yourself. Yeah, you dress like a from a Bentera. Yeah, which what I told them. That's exactly that. The chances are even lower. Right, correct. Spoken like you'd make a good doctor. Um, if you have a situation where, uh, where you're dressed like a Bentera, are you the one who's telling me about the doctor, about the vitamin D? Like from people, like, their hat's covering this part of the face, and everything's covering to here, and they have, like, and the beard's over here, and they have about this much to get some vitamin D. Yeah, something like that. So, uh, exactly, exactly. We should do that test to find out. That's not a good thing after... Uh, uh, <laughs> so, um, anyway, so at this point, it's, it's certainly not shchiyach, and for the Mr. Kibbutz of Aim, you can go to such places and not, uh, not worry about it. Okay, that was the first item, nothing to do with Hilchastokah, but it was on my mind. The next one is a serious interplay with Kibbutz of Aim and Hilchastokah. I'm not going to mention the name of this person who was asking. Uh, I happen to have emailed them today to let them know I was going to be speaking about it, just to find out whether it's okay, because you never know who's listening on the radio and, and people might think I'm talking about them. She told me, it's fine, please do. If it's somebody you think you recognize, it's probably not her anyway. A young tzaddikis uh, called me yesterday, and she has a problem. I've received this shayla many times. Not in the hundreds, Baruch Hashem, it doesn't come up that often, but it's, it's impressive that we're training our B'nai Teira and our Beisach graduates to uh, formulate shaylas, ask shaylas, and try to do the right thing. And this is a, the shayla is a Kiddush Hashem. She is a young lady who's living at home, and she's a working professional. And uh, the parents, a wonderful relationship at home. 
and the parents always provided, treated everybody well. And her father recently fell, laying on bad times, and the business had many reversals, and he uh, needs money. So he approached his daughter, and he asked her if she could help out. And she, without thinking, uh, this is the correct reaction, Ashkafically, her question, the halachic Ashkafa follow-up, uh, you'll see, she gave him her uh, debit card and uh, told them whatever you need. You know, just borrow it. And the parents are insisting it's just a loan, which they'd like it to be. We plan on paying it back, which I'm sure they do. But, you know, when a business has a reversal, uh, it's not uh, money for milk. It's, I, I assume, I didn't ask her for the amounts. It wasn't no get to the Shiloh, but I told her to call me back when the, amount, the amounts get staggering to the point that the Shiloh has to be re-asked. So you might hear back about this later on. We try to have some flashbacks to uh, form a sugis and Rabbi Nogia to keep it of aim. But right now it's a stucco shayla. Stucco, I don't keep it of aim shayla. She wants to know uh, what is she mechiv to do over here. And she was smart enough to ask, is this even a shayla in Hilcha stucco or keep it of aim? Because I'm not even sure it's my money. Is it my money in the first place? Uh, the answer to that, and that's Shayla's Chacham Chatzi Tshuva, the answer to that is uh, not really. It really belongs to the parents in the first place. It belongs to the father. Now the minig is the girl's working. She's already not obviously she's not eighteen years old. She's working, getting paid. She already has nice savings. She mentioned, and the minig is they usually let them have it. But minig is when things are going fine. Ashayla is if he was already meichel in his mind, can he cancel the mechila? He probably can't cancel the prior mechila, but mechan la ba. It's not like the issue with the Khan Khan thing where you gotta register a base and you can't undo it the that Shalom spoke about. He could probably ask me kind of law and she wasn't even giving anybody a rough time. She wasn't doing it. She immediately just handed over the debit card. And apparently my sense was people from the family asked about it and said maybe you should ask the Shaila because she is a, obviously a very firm, intelligent girl. She wants to get married sooner, hopefully rather than later. What? I'm going to get to it. We'll get to the Marmar in a minute, but uh, we'll just take that. I'm going to get to it in five minutes. And um, she felt her parents are always here to help her, and she's happy to help her parents. And she gave them the debit card. So, again, my, my sounds alike from the way the Shaila was asking that other family members were mentioning. Maybe she asked a Shaila because she has significant savings. She wants to use it. She wants to find the Shidduch, and she wants to marry Ben Terry, and she wants to support him in learning for as many years as she can. And she wants to know. Uh, is this the right thing to do right now? It's a small amount of money. can quickly add up to a lot of money. Should I be giving away a quarter of my savings, half my savings, a quarter of my savings, or all my savings for this at the possible detriment of uh, the shidduch and supporting my husband? It's, this is uh, many shaylas wrapped up in one, both halachic and ashkafic, and it's not the first time I receive such a shayla. Uh, people should need the help, but you know, the first thing we establish here is charity begins at home, and this is the highest form of tzedakah. You're helping a family member, you're helping a parent. We spent a week on this. And uh, you shouldn't tell them it's a miser, and uh, you shouldn't uh, use miser money, depending on how you learn the Ramah. Baruch Hashem, she didn't ask any, she didn't ask about miser. She just, she just gave a debit card to her bank account. But wouldn't this work going even to the Ramah? Because is it a mitzvah to give money to your parents? She is. She's not giving the miser. No, no, no. She's giving them more than miser. I don't know no, what I know it's going to end up mitzvah, being. So he wants to have the other, um, the miser might not be if he's trying to perform a mitzvah, but. Is there a mitzvah to support your parents? Yeah, sure. That, that's, that's the basic kibbutz. I thought kibbutz of aim is not. We pass kibbutz shalav or ben or bas. So if they can both afford it, and the father has the daughter to go shopping, does she take the bill and present them with it? The answer is she can because he pass kibbutz shalav or lo mishal ben, lo mishal bas. 
parent can't afford it. That's the Ikat Stokka. The Ramad just says, Tava Meira, the person who uses for Maisa money. Remember the Al Shulchan was trying to figure out why is it Meira only because they know? Is it embarrassing? Is it, is it another reason? But that's not the Shaila here. Shaila isn't the Maisa money. The Shaila is it's, it's her money. So, again, the first question is, is it her money? We'll address that in a minute. Uh, the answer is Pashas not. Even if he was Meichel, Mikhail Abba, he, he, could, he could ask for it. And uh, the second part is, this the highest form of Stokka and the highest form of Kibbutz of Aim. And she just wanted to know, was this hashkafically sound, even though her husband might end up learning less? Uh, is she sacrificing something later on that she shouldn't be sacrificing? The answer is, uh, we don't have a crystal ball. Right now you have a mitzvah and a chiv in front of you, especially if it's not your money anyway. And the parents know that. They probably feel very bad. Don't uh, discuss it because they know what's going on. And hopefully the business will turn around and they'll pay it back. So you don't have to worry. Maybe I'm sacrificing something later. And if... The shidduch is totally dependent on this, and she feels that's why she's not getting married. As soon as she hits that $1 million mark in a bank account, the guy's going to be jumping all over it, and, and, and then she's going to get married, then maybe you can say, Chayach HaKadman. But that's very hard to quantify, very hard to prove. Um, they bring a riot from B'nai Slavkad, by the way. They were older, single young ladies, very smart, very brilliant, as you see from the parsha. And as soon as the parsha Nachala was introduced, they got an achalo. All of a sudden, the pasuk ends with a happy ending, and all of them got married. So, not to be sarcastic about this, is it true? It's certainly money doesn't find your zivug, but if uh, if there's an incentive there, the Gemara talks about giving an adin. If you can, if you can't, then you go on your siyatashmai, your personality, and your other milas. But Benaslavchad got married shortly afterwards, and that wasn't my observation. That was pointed out by uh, people uh, long before me, and uh, therefore, a question is is a serious question. The answer is, is that A, it's probably not hers, and B, right now there's a great tzarech and there's nobody else to do it. And the other siblings are not in position to do so. She, sh- she said so. She has more money than the other siblings. The other siblings uh, are, are making it, but apparently nothing extra. And therefore, she feels it's her privilege to do it just as long as the Allah and the Ashkaf agrees with it. And uh, the answer is yes. Uh, Uri, you wanted to see a quick source, so I just took a copy of one machaber here in front of you. Simon Ayan Reish, not to be confused with Simon Reish Ayan. Um, when it comes to the next Sugya Chukosem Lezalecha, when it comes to uh, Kishuf and superstitions, uh, Kishuf and superstitions and Gaishim and Hagim are Yisram Dareses, but what we have, part of Messiah's Yisrael, is not a superstition. If this wouldn't be printed here, if I wouldn't have known this, you would ask me. If you would stop coming to me with a Shaila, I never knew any background on what the uh, Minhagim about this. Uh, I'm up to Sim and Reish Ayin. Can I spell out Reish Ayin? I would say, of course you can. What kind of Shaila is that? We all know the Minig is to avoid it like the plague. And uh, this is an example. Sim and Ayin Reish. So that's a Minig. That's, uh, that's not a superstition, interestingly enough. Take a look at Siv Bays and Sim and Ayin Reish. It goes with the upcoming uh, not eating nuts because of the agais in Gamashia Chait. You just got to remember the Chait is Gamashia Chait also. To stay away from the Averis. But it's not a, it's not a meaning that's... Uh, <laughs> that's an important thing to remember for Chuva process, right? You know, so... Uh, okay, let's see. Siv Beis. Metziyas benay ubita esmuchan al shochanay. This is a Metziyah, not the Sali. Al pishahem gedaylim. Metziyas bita anar pishahena somechas al shochanay. Uh, again, right now we're talking about Metziah. They found something. So, Gadol and Katan depends on whether they're being supported by the parent or not. Our case that we're discussing, she's in the house being supported by the parents. They're not, she's not paying rent. She's not buying her own food. 
because the Naira based on many sugis and Gedushin and Ksubis, the money goes even a Kesa Gedushin, go to the father, Okay, so so far, how much, when's the last time your daughter or your wife found the Metzi in the street that was worth a lot of money? If it happens, then Mitam Eva, since you're supporting them, the Metzi goes to the father and the husband. Comes the Ramah, who Adin, Imervichu, Bitschairu, Abba And of course, it even applies to Metziah. Metziah might have been an exception that that's not part of the regular thing. You have to find it. So why should you be Zechah to that? So the answer is even Metziah. Koshikain, regular salary, regular Havacha, and regular uh, income from Malacha, which is our case. So again, the only thing that could change is if you say ironclad minik today is the parents never take it and they have no right to it. I think more often than not, if the parents can afford it, they don't take it because let us save the money for a chasna, start it for a home. If the money's tight, again, this is not the first, and probably not the last time I received such a shayla. It's not that uncommon. And her hashkafa was a thousand percent on the money. And the halachically, uh, she's right also, and, it, and she shouldn't even feel bad giving away her money because it's probably not even her money, even though up to now it probably was if the father was Michael, and you can't take back that mechila. So, Again, yeah, Kiddush Hashem, it's being done. Kiddush Hashem, the way the Shiloh was formulated and, uh, and hashkafically very sound. Yes? What, what if the father tells her, uh, it's just a loan? He is telling you that. So, does that negate his mm, Nah, because uh, the, fa- the father, the reason the minute gives, most people don't do it, because Baruch Hashem in America, we can afford not to depend on an older sibling making money or an older child making money. In Europe, when all hands were on deck, and they needed like, you know, nine people in the family just to put breakfast on the table from the making of the money to churning the butter to uh, grinding the wheat. It was understood. It was a team effort. And that was expected. Today it's not expected because most of the time it's not necessary. Uh, he wants to pay it back because he feels bad about having to ask her for it. And he understands she's saving it. The nice thing is that what's understood from this story over here, this young lady, well, I don't know who she is. I, mean, I spoke to her on the phone and we had some emails. Um, actually, no, we only had emails so far. And um, I, I sometimes confuse when I spoke to some of the phones, I'm sending voicemails. <laughs> so uh, hard to know whether it's live or not. So the voicemail I sent her was an overview of the sugya, and she sent back that um, as long as the halacha is okay with the hashkafically sound, it's her pleasure to do it. And the parents are saying the right thing. Of course, parents should say, I don't want to take her hard-earned money. She's not living high. She's apparently scrolling it all into savings in order to be able to help her husband learn and have the schus, and that's wonderful. So, so even though he said that he would pay it back, at any point in the future that he changes his mind, he could? I, I, I'm taking, I'll pay you back, as I'm going to try my best to pay you back. And if I pay you back, then I paid it back. Uh, or matana, amanasa achser, whatever you want to call it. And if I don't end up paying back, she, based on my answer, is not going to mun them now, later, 10 years later, 20 years later. And I think as parents, if they get into money 20 years later, they'd be happy to pay it back. But that doesn't... Paying back is just, that's the thing you have to say, and I'm not saying he's just saying it. He really wants to do it. But I think everybody realizes, with the best of intentions, that might not happen. As we spoke about this year at length, by the giving stalker to an ani, have in mind you're giving it for my if you can't afford to lose it, because many loans to people who are borrowing small amounts because they can't afford it are loans you're never going to see again. That's the way it is. And if you're loaning $100 million to a guy who wants to buy a few buildings, so then uh, you should have it locked up better. So, uh, so I think uh, I think he's saying it. I think he means it, and hopefully it'll happen. But 
uh, I think that the understanding over here on her side is that she's happy to do it, and if it comes back wonderful, and if it doesn't, we'll, we'll figure something out. What was that? Son versus daughter? No, 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 no. So, uh, so again, we hope this is Nagea, but what's nice about uh, the answer is it's an interesting topic, Leila, and Shemin but what's nice about the Shaila is, is that uh, a child should understand that they have an Achrayas, and the same child who understood that after I told him he should go down despite the Zika, it's her dad, he said, fine, I just want to know, I wasn't doing anything reckless. He's happy to go help out his mother. Uh, children should be helping out their parents. Uh, certainly, if they don't have the oil of a large family themselves, she's still single. True, she was saving it for a good cause, but uh, that might happen. She might marry a fellow who's independently wealthy, wants to learn for the next 20 years, doesn't need her money. Uh, who knows what's going to happen? That last part is somewhat unlikely, but, uh, but you know, you don't know. And therefore, right now, she has a mitzvah in front of her, so why not? I did tell her to call me back. If there comes a point in time where it's really getting drained and, uh, and the, the numbers become astronomical, not to the fault of the parent, I said, you please check in with me. You have a right to re-ask the Shailah because there might be a chili between. I, I didn't ask her how much money she has in savings because it wasn't a gay yet. But if that gets to that point, I will ask her and then I'll figure out what hashkafically she can keep just from basic uh, starting off. Because if at that point, if her parents still aren't, aren't on firm footing, she probably will need something just to get married. Forget the learning component. So you know, that, that's when it might become somewhat more of a shayla. But again, you'd have to first get around with whose money is it. That's the, uh, that would have to be uh, revisited. Uh, but again, it's clear in the Mechaber that this is the, uh, this is the din, and that all comes from uh, pretty beferish gemaras. Uh, one more item speaking of the mechila um, aspect. There is a machlekes in Paiskim whether a person who was owed money, a malva, if he was mechel the amount in his mind, which happens, this case comes up. Don't come over to me. This is an old debt. Three years ago, I just made up my mind, forget it. And uh, now I need the money. Can I ask for it? So if the fellow you loan the money to is not an oni, which is the less common of the two scenarios, is a machlek sapeskim whether this type of mechila believe, only dvon shabalev and dvarim, some pays came bring down. The machila over here would work based on a sukkah exubus. And Alman was living for 25 years. She was machila exubus. She didn't spell it out. And others say that no, it doesn't work, believe. And it uh, would only be a shayla when it comes to an ani. If the levi was an ani, which is common, because then if you pledge staka and you didn't yell it out yet, even if it's believe, you owe the money. It's two days in the Ramah. And the Ramah passes the Chumrah that you owe the money as soon as you decide in your mind. So if he knew the guy barred it was an Ani and some way midpoint he was Meichelit, he cannot turn around and then ask for the money again. So that's, uh, that's an important thing to keep in mind. I would suggest both by the outstanding loans you have and the pledges you're going to make in Shulam et Hashem over Yom Narayim, as you're formulating the number, as they start yelling out the numbers, you're thinking in your head already, 10,000, 15,000, 20,000. So before you end up with the final number, decide in your mind beforehand that whatever I think until I really, really make a decision is, is bottle because you don't want to decide. Then you're going to be wondering during Neila, what did I decide? Was that a 10-second decision? The 20, like How long do you have to be stuck on that number that that was a decision? Uh, so again, if it's constantly going up, you have no problem. It's when you want to pull back and, um, and you want something more practical, that's when it starts uh, getting sticky. And the Rambal Paschal is the Humra, so you've got to be careful. So why is it when someone's willing to pledge something for a certain people that are 
so if you remember in the Hilch I, I don't know if you if you didn't catch this one, you might want to find out. Probably has a title uh, that sounds like this. But there are Achrayim, believe it or not, that say that if Ruvain pledged a thousand dollars and Shimon pledged uh, fifteen hundred, the only part that's miserable is the differential for the high guy because he only did the shul good or the yeshiva, whatever it is, for the differential. Which is the first time you hear it. I said it over here. There was major pandemonium. Like it was a chiddush nifla. He planned to take off the whole thing. The minute is not so. But there are the chashurah who quote this, and uh, the reason people assume not so is because what do you mean? Everybody pledging is a date al that whoever gets uh, the schus of getting his number is high for the whole thing, and everybody else is just propping up the system. Uh, you're allowed to prop it up if you're if you're good for it. If they stop on you, but. Um, but not the differential, but that, that itself is a shayla. No, but I can agree with asking whether the guy who played a thousand has to also give, because that's what he had in mind. No, no, that's clear that everybody in a bidding process knows they might not win. That clearly in your mind, that's an the muchuch, you did not plan on giving if you don't win. No? So if you don't win, you don't win. You don't get psicha and you just hide $10,000 and the other guy bought it for 12 That's pretty good. That's a great fundraiser for the shul, like I suggested. <laughs> uh, but uh, I don't think that's the, I don't think that's the stomp das of people. It's not. It's the thing didn't get off the ground because you know you're only gonna give the ten thousand if they Gabai says zachaloi. Until you get there, that's you're not planning that. That's the difference. Okay, Mitzvah Shem. We'll do the last piece tomorrow. The last shuvah in Gesmeisha.